the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Turn down, turn us up. Your Twin Cities radio home for business and investing news. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Former U.S. Senator Jim Talent says the U.S. runs a risk of losing allies in the Indo-Pacific region unless it shows that the U.S. military can indeed keep pace with China. And we're seeing that with the smaller countries that have to deal with China. Let's be fair. So I understand where Malaysia is coming from and the Philippines. We have to show that we're committed to carrying out our obligations, and that begins with strengthening deterrence. Former Senator Jim Talent was interviewed by the Salem Radio Network. Closing arguments were held on Friday in federal district court in the government's lawsuit to break up a partnership between American Airlines and JetBlue. The partnership allows the airlines to coordinate schedules and share revenue on many routes to and from New York City and Boston. The government says it will reduce competition. This is SRN News. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Is it his time? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning and welcome, King Bain, and show the biz 1440. Thank you for being with us today. I gotta give praise to somebody. You won't know who it is, and uh, and that's all right. But I've made uh, jokes over the last couple years about the temperature in my office. Uh, 
I will tell you, as, it, as I've aged, one of the things that gets me really much a lot, uh, and partly because of uh, health issues, my feet get very cold during the wintertime. And when it's 63 degrees, as I used to joke, or 62 in my office on a weekend Saturday when I come here to do the King Banyan show on the Biz 1440, um, uh, i got to tell you, I get a little crabby. I have all kinds of little neat things in here to try to fix this up. But in general, it was it was the case that I didn't want people to come meet my office because I didn't want them to have to, in the wintertime, because I didn't want them to suffer. And I have this beautiful view out my window. I look across the Mississippi River at, a, at one of the more famous parks of the region, uh, Munsinger Gardens. And, you know, I look out this morning and you've got the first skim of uh, ice in the middle of the Mississippi. Uh, there's still water flowing on each of the shores, but uh, but in the middle there's some ice forming now. I, I'm just above a dam, so it, it it tends to it tends to form here fairly quickly anyway. But but uh, I will say this. So about two weeks ago, you know, it started to get cold in this office again, and I, it almost had become an annual thing where I would say, hey, is there anything you can do to make this office warmer? They'd come, they'd fiddle a little bit, they'd leave. And there'd be next to no change. So this guy comes in, and first of all, he's hilarious. Uh, um, uh, He um, has, uh, he does not think a lot about political correctness, let me just say. Uh, I will leave that comment right there. Um, So my staff kind of laughs at him when he comes in. They think it's fine. But what I loved about this guy was every few days he'd come by. Not any better, huh? And he had he has an accent. Not any better, huh? And I'd say, no, I'm sorry, Wayne, it's not better. And he kept coming back, kept coming back. And so I come into the office on or Tuesday or Wednesday. And he's got two other guys in here. And they're looking at, at other things. And, and, and finally he says, I think I might have figured it out. He says, yeah, what'd you do? He said, well, there's this there's this valve here and don't seem to be opening or closing. Um, and I said, he said, I said, yeah. He said, he said, well, you know, the one thing I never keep in my keep, I was leaving the truck for some reason is the WD-40, so I brought it up. Sure enough, it's 70 degrees in the office this morning. And he's come back twice and checked the, checked the temperature and, 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 I will say the entire wing that we are in, this build, this part of Stuart Hall, which has been here a goodness long time, um, but this wing that we're in got built during the uh, Rudy Perpich years, and and Governor Perpich was a cheap son of a gun, and you know there there was there were a lot of things they cut corners on up here. Uh, but they've got it working right now in, in, in a good way. And, and uh, i got to say, uh, I'm going to have a round of applause for Wayne. Uh, it's, it's a lovely 70 degrees here this morning, and I feel great. And, and my feet are warm, too, all right? So let's give it up for Wayne. Wayne's, Wayne's a good man. Um, anyway, 651-289-4477. Then recall with questions and comments. I'm hoping to have – I'm going to talk about uh, – FTX next hour. We're going to talk about Sam Bankman-Fried, and in general, the 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 concerns people have about crypto. I will take a chance to do this. I'm hoping to get Chase Larson, who we've had on from the St. Cloud Financial Credit Union. He is a crypto he is a crypto guru, uh, at least for us up here in Central Minnesota. If you got a question about crypto, I tell people Chase is your guy. Um, I had a call from media to ask for comments that said, you know what, you're talking to the wrong person. You should talk to the other guy. Um, but I, what, I, what we'll do this hour, I have very, very few audio clips for you today. In fact, I think I've only got one. And the reason I only have one is everyone's kind of saying the same thing. So let's just level set for a moment and talk about what do we think the Federal Reserve would do in this situation? I will talk about the elections a little bit. I talked some about it last week, but I'm going to talk a little more now that we have a little more certainty 
about the fact that uh, Congress will have split control with Republicans with a very narrow majority in the in the House and either 51-49 Democrat or 50-50 with the tie-breaking vote being Vice President Harris in the Senate. So the Senate will have a deciding vote being a Democrat on the Republican side. The deciding vote will be basically whoever wants to be the deciding vote in, in the Republican majority, whether it's 219, 220, I see numbers like 222, I saw a 223. It will be a very, very, very small majority. Now, I'm a former state legislator. I operated in a world where there was a fairly small majority. It wasn't, wasn't quite as small, relatively speaking, as what, the, what Congress will have. We had 71, 72 seats, excuse me. So on any vote, three or four of our members could choose not to vote on the bill and we could still pass it. We always knew we needed 68 votes, one more than the 134 members. Um, same thing applies in the Senate. You need 218 to pass a bill. And you've got 220, you've got, if you've got 219, that means that any two members of the House can decide what passes and what doesn't pass. So what does that mean to you in thinking about economics and finance? Um, that's kind of a little bit of what I want to talk about today. Um, because it is, I, I believe we've reached one of those points of, I'll, I'll call it a pivot point, but it's not really a pivot. It's not, it's sort of an inflect, more like an inflection than a pivot. What do I mean by that? I think this is a small change in direction. I don't think it's a huge change in direction. Congress has not been passing a lot of major legislation, hasn't for quite a long time. Okay, even the even the tax cuts that were passed during uh, the uh, Trump administration were not that big. Okay, we haven't had major legislation since the Affordable Care Act and 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 Dodd Frank. Okay, those they still strike me as being the last two major bills we passed. So what what happened? Let's start with let's start with the perennial question of of you know where are we in terms of recession watch? Has it happened? Is it happening right now? Is it going to happen in the future? Um, I'm still in the camp of I don't think it started yet. I, I I had thought maybe October would be the month where it would finally appear evident in the data. It has not. Core retail sales announced this past week um, was okay seven tenths up up tenths seven tenths percent. September was revised up two tenths. So the year over year gain in in core retail sales was six and a half percent. That is probably higher in real terms. I tweeted out using our hashtag. Uh, pound KBRS, and I'm just going to say, hey, um, so I just I just read a post about something called Mastodon. Is anyone using that? Tweet at me if you're using this thing. Apparently, it's a Twitter alternative. I'm not terribly, I'm not terribly interested <laughs> in finding Twitter alternatives. I'll just stay with I'll just stay with t- Twitter right now. But if I take a look at, and I'm scrolling down to look at this, I'll retweet it to you right now to be sure, uh, be sure that uh, this is that you see this. Um, there we go. Uh, this is the my quick. What I call my quick and dirty dashboard. When the retail sales number got announced, that gave me three of the four pieces that go into the dashboard for October. So what are those pieces? I'm my dashboard has four items on it. It has payroll employment. We know that number was up. It wasn't up at the rates of 30350, but if you can think back pre-COVID, a raise of 251,000 additional jobs is a strong jobs report. Okay? Um if you are so that's that's one item if you go look at the second item 
Okay, that that says that's that advanced real retail sales. It is flat and has been flat for about a year, but it hasn't dived negative. Industrial production is up and is but still up substantially on a year over year basis. Okay, the other number, and it's the one that we still want to pay attention to, real personal income, excluding transfer payments, which means we take out the impact of the of the spending bills, the CARES Act and, and the American Recovery Plan. We take those out. It's small, but it's still growing positively on a year-over-year basis. I want to see those numbers turning negative, before I'm willing to call there being a, a, a recession. As I look at those data right now, and particularly this week with the retail sales number coming in above expectations, I can't see a reason to say that the recession started in October. Remind you again, National Bureau for Economic Research, who has the committee that sets those dates of when a recession starts and when a recession ends, typically takes about seven and a half months between when one starts and the time they make the announcement. But right now, you just you just couldn't possibly see the signs of it happening. And I don't think you're going to see the signs for a, a fair amount of time. It needs to go negative for a while before I'm willing to say, oh yeah, it started there. Okay, so I don't think there was a third quarter start. Okay, is there going to be a fourth quarter start? Possibly, but right now we don't have data to support that. We'll be right back after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with a free Odyssey app. Stock market have you nervous with massive fluctuations? With the impact of inflation, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. But with Vantage Point, you won't have to guess. Text money to 813-813 to find out how you can forecast market trend changes with up to 87.4% proven accuracy. That's right, 87.4%. Text money to 813-813 and find the consistency and confidence you've been looking for in your trading. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. No more guessing when to get in or out of a trade. Text the word money to 813-813. We'll send you a link to our free live training. Protect your hard-earned capital with Vantage Point. Text money to 813-813. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting in, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com slash disclaimer and consent to receive calls and text using automated technology or pre-recorded voice about offers or info by or on behalf of Vantage Point. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text money to 813-813. Hey, if you're like most people, you're feeling like the wealth you've built is under attack. Hi, I'm Matt Tram with Tram Law Firm, and I am a lifelong Patriot listener and Hillsdale College graduate. My greatest passion is helping my clients achieve peace of mind when it comes to all of their estate planning matters. My clients do not want their assets and families exposed to lengthy court procedures, public scrutiny, and unnecessary costs and taxes when they pass away. If you, too, are interested in legally protecting your family, please call to schedule your complimentary estate plan review. On the call, we'll discuss your specific situation and how these issues may impact you. Look us up online at tramlawfirm.com. That's T as in Tom, R-A, double M as in Mary. That's tramlawfirm.com. And give us a call at 651-967-4151 to schedule your complimentary consultation. That's 651-967-4151. From one Patriot listener to another, I look forward to speaking with you soon. Quit smoking, chew, and vaping with this half-price offer from the Biz 1440 and breathe freedom from nicotine. Get one program for just $250. That's half price for the faster, easier, and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half-off deals available. It's just $250 for one person, meaning you could save thousands this year. Call the Biz 1440 today at 651-405-8800. 
That's 651-405-8800. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year. Help police by not escalating. Address any complaints after the encounter. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, the Biz 1440. Hey, we always like to cross-promote the uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network, and we got a special edition coming up this afternoon, 1 o'clock, on our sister station, AM1280, The Patriot. Mitch Berg will be joined by Brad Carlson, uh, original Narnster, Ed Morrissey, and yours truly uh, will be will be all there. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the four-clown car, car crash will be... Uh, will be happening and we'll be discussing as we always do when we do these things pop culture the pop culture references this week worst sitcoms of the 1970s well before daniel was born but chances are daniel you watch give me your favorite 1970s sitcom if you have one yeah i couldn't tell you one that was in the 70s okay Oldest sitcom that you will you will actually stop the remote to watch for a few moments. I was a big Full House guy when I was younger. Okay, okay, all right, that's good, that's good. So that's an '80s reference, I think. When was Full House? Was that '80s? When did it start? I assume late '80s. I think late '80s. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, I was not a fan of Full House, but uh, I think my I think my son was. So that that, that kind of fits. Um, uh, he's a little, he's a little older than Daniel, uh, by a few years, but, uh, would have, would have been, it would have been a contemporary show for his childhood. Um, so anyway, uh, one o'clock AM 12, a the Patriot join Mitch, Brad, Ed, and me. Uh, there might be a little politics discussed up front, but for the most part, we don't want to talk about politics. We actually want to have some fun. We're going to talk. We're going to, okay. And this list, oh my goodness. This list has some absolute screamers on it. Uh, we had a great time all week uh, emailing across the four of us, choosing the choosing the list that we'll reveal to you starting starting at one o'clock this afternoon. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call with questions and comments. The so recession hasn't started, um, which in our minds, okay, gives uh, policymakers some room to continue to work on reducing inflation. I still believe that the that inflation is going to cause uh, cause a slowdown in, is going to cause a slowdown in economic activity either by actions the Fed has already taken or by the actions they're going to take. And and people say, well, can't they do something else to increase supply? Understand, the Federal Reserve cannot increase the supply of goods in the system. They only have, they really effectively have only one tool. <clears throat> they can influence They can influence the availability and cost of credit, which that's redundant. I, I say they influence the availability of credit. They've made credit abundant for almost 15 years now ever since the beginning of the mortgage crises really going back as far as going back as far as how many of us remember Washington Mutual and IndyMac two mortgage companies back in 2006 and 2007 that ended up ended up uh, going bust i it's why i want to talk next hour about crypto and about Sam Bankman-Fried and 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 what's happening in that in 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 that arena, as being uh, part of the symptoms and 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 the effect of the cause of simply excess liquidity in the system. The Federal Reserve has recognized. I think they've recognized that there's just simply way too much liquidity in the system, and they're trying to figure out ways to bring it down. So, so if I, you know, so what are the signs that maybe they're making some progress, which would allow them to think they are, what are the signs of progress that would allow them to start thinking about 
how to either slow down the rate of increase of of, uh, interest rates or even try to stop it. Now, they've been very clear there's going to be a long period, and I'm thinking of a long period being at least six to nine months and maybe longer, where they will not reverse rates. But they might hold at a certain level. So the biggest signs are in the housing market right now. So I tweeted just before the show using the hashtag hashtag pound KBRS. And no, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up uh, Twitter. Um, yeah, I, I, I was just reading a piece by Tim Harford before I came on. He's now moved from Twitter to Mastodon. And I'm like, who cares? Um fine you'll notice that his stuff still shows up on twitter when when he does use it so that's that's interesting um he just doesn't want to read the feed okay fine don't uh but he posted something i posted something on uh from uh redfin which is a trade publication in the in the construction industry that uh, uh basically residential construction a home buyer must earn one hundred and seven thousand two hundred and eighty-one dollars to earn, to afford the two thousand six hundred and eighty-two dollar monthly mortgage payment on the typical U.S. home, up forty-five point six percent from seventy-three thousand six sixty-eight a year ago. That's due to mortgage rates that have more than doubled over the last twelve months, combined with persistently high home prices. I'm reading from Redfin's uh, Redfin's uh, own uh, newsletter. The average U.S. hourly wage grew by about five percent over that same period, and inflation is also cutting into would-be home buyers' markets. Okay, um, so it makes sense as we've been saying here. If you've been listening to the show for a long time. You know what I've been saying. What I've said to you is, um, uh, you know, what, what's been going on has been, my brother is texting me while I'm on the show. Stop it. Um, been The pandemic caused us all to demand better housing that we could stay in for longer periods of time. That is not, in fact, what's going, you know, that can only result in one thing. You'll get a big surge in construction, which has happened, and you'll get a big increase in the price of housing, which has happened. This is all a pandemic response. It is not inflation. It is not inflation to say that the demand for housing is increased, and therefore more of your budget's going to go to housing, and there and thereby less of your budget's going to go to other things. Right? As long as people believe that they're going to spend more time in their home and therefore want their home to be nicer, the price of houses is going to go up. That's just simple economics, right? That's just supply and demand. Sure, supply has gone up. We can see it in our data. We can see increases in construction employment. We can see it in increases in in housing and in, in in housing build. But if I go back to go and look at the data this week, um, 4.43 million existing homes sold in October, down from 4.71 million in September, lowest point since December of 2011. If we take out the COVID plunge. The median home price gain moderated to just 6.6%. Um, and the month supply of housing is now at 3.3. House building comes with a lag, right? From the moment I decide to plant a house by taking out the permit to construct it, to the time it is actually ready for someone to move in, lots of things can happen in the marketplace. So um, so what's happening are a few things. And this is where the Fed's actions probably are having a real impact. The number of folks, the cash buyers who are coming in and buying houses, and I was talking to a local builder 
earlier this week who talked about the fact that there are people jumping into the market buying homes up uh, to hold on the commercial side. Number, according to this report, commercial, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I need to find that number again. First time home buyers, only 28% of purchases below the 30%. Cash buyers, 26%, up from 22% in September and 24% in August. Cash buyers, meaning they're not taking out a mortgage, are typically investment vehicles. People are buying those things. Here's what the higher interest rate does. It creates an alternative investment for those people that would have stuck their money into housing. Why were people buying into houses? Because they were thinking to themselves they could get rates of return of 10, 12, 14%. Which is a heck of a lot better than you could get on a bond. And stocks, well, you know, who knows? Stocks were getting pretty high priced, so people were moving in to buying housing. Um, what's happening now is people are saying, well, you know, if I don't think I can make eight more than 8% appreciation on a house, and now I look, my newspaper this morning, or yesterday morning, I looked, and uh, Credit Union, that uh, the... Uh, where I know a lot of people are now offering CD rates on on basically a one-year certificate of deposit that pays 3.5%. That influences the willingness of people to go in and buy that in that cash market, those investors going out and buying houses to rent out or just to simply hold and speculate and flip. And so the housing market where we think we're seeing things, yeah, we are seeing some things there. The Fed is, in fact, having an impact on that. The question is, how much longer will they have that impact? Um, and what more do they need to do to get, to get there? That's going to depend on what happens with inflation. We have to come back and talk about that some more after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. The milkman, the paper boy, the evening TV. Some days, I feel so down, I can barely get out of bed. Is this depression? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment, and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. 
Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. All right. I mean, it's a fun song, right? This is just a fun song. King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for listening today. 651-289-4477, the number to call. And I believe we've got John on the line uh, with a couple questions. Hey, John, good morning. How are you today? John's not on the line. He wanted to get a couple questions in, and he wanted to listen. I wanted to listen. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, all right, John. First question you, you asked was, someone resigned from the cabinet? I don't actually... I, I'm just curious what... I was hoping it was on because I wanted to explore if we were talking about the same person. The Commissioner of the Customs and Border Protection uh, uh, Service I did resign because they were... He became the uh, fall guy uh, for the fact that the uh, that the the border service... The, the, the Border Protection Service is not apparently doing the kind of job we think they should do. Um, and so he was under pressure and was basically told, either resign or we're going to fire you. And he at first said, you'll have to fire me, and then went home. And my guess is friends sort of performed an intervention and said, it would probably be better if you actually stepped down. So he wrote, he wrote a letter and, and resigned within 24 hours. The second question you asked, which I thought, which was super interesting to me, was: Does the Federal Reserve take climate change into account when making their decisions? Uh, that is an extremely good question. What tool does the Federal Reserve have in its toolbox that it could use to influence climate change? You have ten seconds. Daniel missed. I wanted the I, I wanted the Jeopardy music there. Good. Yeah. The answer is nothing. Nothing. What would the Fed do? What would the Fed do? The Fed kiss only has has one tool in its toolbox. It influences the availability of credit. In the United States. The Federal Reserve, our central bank, is not given given the task of steering credit specifically to certain industries over others. And that is a good thing. Imagine, right? Because that is an essentially political decision. All right, I'm going to get on my central bank independent soapbox for a couple minutes. We want a central bank. You want a central bank that makes its decisions solely on the basis of macroeconomic stability. They have they're given two explicit goals and frankly there's a third goal that sits there. We've talked about them. Price stability, okay? High economic growth and a stable financial system. Okay? What I call the financial mandate, right? Don't break the banks. 
but they have only one tool. They only have one instrument that they can use. And that's, even now I'm thinking, we might have to change how we talk about that. The Federal Reserve is currently on pace to actually meet its obligations in terms of reducing the amount of of bonds that they're that they're holding the quantitative tightening is moving apace so even when we talk about whether they're going to raise 75 basis points or 50 basis points what has been interesting to me has been the lack of the lack of focus in the financial markets on the other piece of tightening financial conditions which is this right the federal reserve is not is not selling off its bonds it's actually just trying to have them melt off the balance sheet but back to john's question suppose we told the fed in terms of quantitative easing or quite you know we want you to go out and buy assets and suppose we said to them we want you to go out and buy the assets of companies that meet esg standards you'd be turning the fed's portfolio into just another ESG mutual fund. Do we want that? No. But that's what it would mean to say, is the Fed taking climate change into account? No. You wouldn't want them to do that. That's an essentially political decision, and we don't want, you don't want unelected people making financial decisions. I support central bank, this is the central bank independence piece. I support central bank independence. I believe it it's the be- it is still far and away the best protection against inflation. Central banks that are that have to directly answer to a treasure, you know, a finance minister or a chancellor of the exchequer or some other some other government body sort of like what has to happen in Turkey ends up with horrible horrible inflation horrible inflation uh, results like they do in Turkey you don't want the government directing where credit goes right and that's why I believe you know but in order for that to happen it has to be the case that the people who are appointed insulated from political pressure are not people who are making political decisions because that costs you credit not, not just credit it costs you credibility it makes you unaccountable and there is this trade-off in my mind between having a central bank that's very independent but also a central bank that is accountable and that's why I don't mind there being hearings where Jay Paul has to go to Congress and and suffer the slings and arrows of whatever ignorant congressperson asks a question. Because that's the price you pay for independence. You have to be accountable. Can you imagine the kinds of questions that would happen if the credit allocation decisions of your central bank had to take into account climate change? You don't want that. You absolutely positively don't want that. So that's a super good question. I, you know, and I, I, I'm glad John asked it. Okay, because uh, that is a, that is one where I, 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 I kind of do get my dander up a little bit about it. So, let's go back to where where we were where we were where we were started. What's going on in the inflation world? Right. All of the conversation has been, has inflation peaked? Yeah, inflation's peaked. Hey, look at this little line coming down. Right. The Federal Reserve, and the reason why I'm not playing Fed governor after Fed president after another one like I do some weeks, the reason is they're all saying the same thing. What are they all saying? They're all saying, hey, it's one report. Chill out. Take it easy. Things things will be, things are likely to be okay. All right. Um, I don't think that's true. Okay, I don't think it's true that we've actually started the cyclical di- disinflation in the in the United States for the very same reason I told you in the first segment. 
I don't think of this hour. I don't think the infl- I don't think the recession has started. I do believe that the only way you're going to see the inflation really wrung out of this economy is by having a recession of some kind, uh, of one kind or another. We're not there. I think the Federal Reserve does have room, and indeed, indeed, the Bullard speech was trying to say. We're not even at a place where the most generous interpretations of the tail of a Taylor rule could say we've raised interest rates enough. And the and so the economy is you know you heard uh, uh, President Collins, President Bullard, Governor Waller. I heard several voices, whereas and even even President Daly, who frankly is not, a, you know, a hawk on inflation, sort of saying, "Hey, hey, hold on. We only have one report. We need. We, there's still time to run here." Um, and that means, in my mind, that you you've got to be very careful. If you if you are investing, and you're watching what's happening with the massive drop in the ten year ten year Treasury yield, going from about four point two to three point seven, we've lost about half, half a percent in the course of a month. That feels like it's too far, too fast, and it doesn't and it doesn't feel sustainable. And I think you're just one strong, uh, strong one strong jobs report or one rough inflation report away from having uh, of having that thing reverse very quickly remember the fed meeting is on december 14th you'll get the cpi and the ppi report this time around while the feds in its self-imposed quiet period before an fomc meeting so they're not going to come to a podium or or to a to a chicken lunch and tell you what they think you're going to have to suss it out and you should be very careful particularly since we're hitting thanksgiving week when there are no speeches going on you're hitting that point where you're going to not get all of the signals from the market and i do think i'm going to say i still think another 75 is in play even though the market's discounted it down to making only about 23 to 24% thinking this true. That number has flipped back and forth two or three times. I don't think it's done flipping. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. I'm Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as Reserve Citizen Airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. 
Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. Ooh, 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 yeah. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. A year ago, we introduced wet technology into our softeners. It's exclusive to Commerce. Since then, customers have saved an average of 700 gallons of water and over 300 pounds of salt each year. And you can too. Go to Commerce.com. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. One, two, three. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Thanks again for uh, being with us today. Um, 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, crypto next hour. Uh, thinking we might have a guest show up. We haven't heard from the guest since uh, Monday, so we're not sure if he got the message. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, are there signs of improvement on inflation? Look, I'm not going to say there wasn't good things in this report, um, but I just think you ought to temper things. So here's here's the one clip I would have for you. Mira Pandit, who works at J.P. Morgan as a strategist, was on CNBC on on Thursday and had this to say about about what's going on with inflation. Cut one, please. We don't want to rule anything out if inflation does stay persistently high, but we are seeing signs of improvement on inflation. I think the report that we got recently from CPI couldn't have really been better. Uh, realistically, if we think about some of the progress we made on goods, on commodities, on supply chain, some areas of services, even owner's equivalent rent went from scorching hot to kind of just boiling hot. So we're making some progress. We don't want to make too much out of just one report because we could very well see a backslide. But I think it is very important for the Fed to continue to, to message tough so we don't see too much of an easing in financial conditions and we don't see the markets get too ahead of themselves. Too much, right? This is the important point. The Fed, the when, when I tell people why will there be an, why, you know, People say, so you don't think there's going to be a recession? I say, no, there is. I mean, I mean, just as the Fed seemed to want to create inflation and for a while failed to do so, and then it, it succeeded too well, I think the Fed clearly intends to create a, it clearly intends to create a recession. The Jim Bullard speech that I was talking about, this was at the Greater Louisville Chamber of Commerce. He gives a talk complete with graphs in which he tries to describe where should the interest rate be, where should the Fed funds rate be right now, given where uh, given where the economy is with inflation, with uh, GDP growth, and so forth. His answer was that under the most generous terms he could think, um, the interest rate needs to be at least at 5%, and under less generous conditions under what I would call sort of the classic Taylor rule parameters. And I, I'm not on radio prepared to give you a lecture on, on, uh, on what the Taylor rule is with any, with any specificity. It is simply a, 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 it's basically a feedback function that runs from 
looking at inflation and GDP growth relative to your target and says and, and has an assumption about the what the real interest rate is and then says given that's where your what your targets are and that's the last observation you have what should be your fed funds rate right now and he says under very generous assumptions you'd say 5% a little above 5% under less generous assumptions and sort of the classic parameterization of of a taylor rule the number would be closer to 7% Oh, the the swooning on uh, on the cables after that. Jim Bullard thinks their interest rate should be at seven percent. What's the matter with that guy? He's trying to kill the market, you know. And 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 and, and you, I mean the eye. I mean the eye rolling was was it was it was a, a parade of eye rolls that I was seeing on Bloomberg, on CNBC, even the Fox Business guys. We're like, yeah, seven. It's like, no, that's not true. No, that's not what he said. He didn't say the interest rate should be seven. Indeed, the reason I'm not playing any it for you is he never actually gives you the number. He just shows you the graph, and people are interpreting the graph in whatever way you want. I got to be honest with you. I would not have done messaging that way. I would not have. I would. I would have been tried to be very clear about what you're trying, what you're saying. Because people are reading that to say Jim Bullard favors an interest rate to seven percent. No, he doesn't. I haven't talked to I haven't talked to uh, President Bullard, uh, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't favor a seven percent Fed funds rate. He's just in favor of keep rising, raising it until you get the point. And when, then when people say fifty or seventy-five, the statements you hear is look. We've had four 75 basis point rate hikes. All of them have been very well digested, which is true except for one thing. Each of the 75 basis point increases have been accompanied by language from the Federal Reserve that made it very clear that that 75 was coming. The market had absorbed 75. The market has figured out that maybe if they just try to trade so that it looks like they're all leaning toward 50. They might be able to influence the Fed to do 50 rather than 75. And so the question is, is the J for turning? Is the J ready to come from 75 to 50? Or is he is he going to actually be willing to one time surprise the markets and go to a bigger increase because the inflation numbers tell him he should? That's a super interesting question. We'll have more after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Decisions, decisions, decisions. Retirement is full of them. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. The guys will be talking about some of the decisions that retirees make that they come to regret later. Whether financial, non-financial, or lifestyle decisions, make them wisely because the stakes are high. Al and Mike have solutions and strategies for you. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Al and Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on The Biz 1440, or call them now at 855-231-6010. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. 
Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate, and de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.